Hi guys, welcome to the first episode of The Bottom Line. I'm Ava. And I'm Christian. And we decided to make a podcast after like three years of talking about it. It's finally come into fruition and we are so excited to bring this to you guys. So, I don't know if you guys have seen this, but recently Lizzo, our girl, got on stage um, and she played a 200-year-old crystal flute that was owned by James Madison. James Madison, the fourth president of the United States. It is a sight to behold. Basically, the, the one who, like, structured the Constitution, the way we live today. Like, everything that we do in our democracy is based off of what he wrote up and the others. But his intellect, his knowledge his um, experience and then you have Lizzo who is just <laughs> a sight to she behold. She is a spectacle to behold. And she is like like of all the people that could be given this honor, which is so random first of all, why are we bringing out this 200-year-old flute? Second of all, for Lizzo of all people who is like such a disgrace. <laughs> I'm sorry, but she is. The thing about it is that Lizzo is like purposefully provocative and perverted. So she'll yeah. like, so she gets the crystal flute. She starts playing it. She's like, yeah. and then she starts shaking her butt, which it's like, just have some class for a second. Like you can do that any other time, but you're actually just like, that's an important moment for her too. Oh. She should take it as an important moment. And she's wearing this nasty revealing leotard. She's shaking her butt and she's swearing on stage. Yeah. As she just, it's like a cool thing to do. You had the opportunity to do it. Yeah. Okay, cool. But don't be nasty and perverted while you do it. Just be normal for a second. Yeah. Why can't she have class for literally two seconds? Like, I don't, I don't really support her, but I would respect her more if she put on some clothes, was in a formal setting, took it seriously, didn't just play some stupid trill while she's twerking, and then just throw the flute away and be like, I just played James Madison the flute, B. I'm like, oh my gosh, you're such a disgrace. And you know what the funny part is? James, the people who like tend to James Madison's estate, his like huge house, they invited her over to do a concert there at his- Really? Yeah, at his did at she, his house. What did she, what I think did she, she do? I think she's gonna do it. They just invited her like oh. yesterday, but they saw that. I love that they saw her half naked twerking and swearing on stage playing the flute and they're like oh yeah we gotta have her here we We should give her this immense (laughs) honor that like is only given to the best of the best and like she's the one who deserves it yeah especially after all she's done i mean maybe like they can't find anybody else on earth who plays the flute (laughs) because like who the heck plays the flute i don't know this is such an honor and like, if if given that opportunity, like take it seriously and don't just act like everything's a joke. Like Lizzo as a figure is already such a joke. Her entire existence is just to go viral and get people talking. And like, just like, ugh, you have so much potential and you use it for bad because you're so provocative and nasty. Also, I'm sorry, I'm not done here. Um. You know how Kim Kardashian wore um, Marilyn Monroe's dress at the Met Gala? This reminded me of this. I'm like, why are we giving these figures, like these historical artifacts 
and like they're they're just defiling them. Like Kim Kardashian totally ripped her dress. A bunch of the crystals fell off. Like I don't know. It's just such a di disgrace. And if, if actually like respectable people were given these items, it would be a totally different story. But it's for the most provocative, nasty people in our society. And they're, it's just such a disgrace and it's such a dishonor. I actually like don't think that's weird that she wore Marilyn Monroe's dress because Marilyn Monroe, I think, was like nasty also. She was like a, she was like the one who brought, it was kind of like a shift in Hollywood mm -hmm. when women started to become like these sex icons. And yeah. Marilyn Monroe was like that. So honestly, I saw it as like fitting. But like when you look back, Marilyn Monroe was not a good figure. Mm -hmm. She was an awesome actress, whatever, but yeah. then she started pushing her boundaries mm -hmm. and becoming a sex icon, which what that is what Kim of... Kardashian is. She today, Kim Kardashian, is only successful because she prostituted herself out. Mm -hmm. Or her mother did. Yeah. So if you really think about it, to me, I think that makes complete sense because they both were kind of nasty sex icons I know, in but Hollywood. I, I feel like Marilyn had a lot more class and it was a totally different era. Yeah, you're right. It was a but, totally- And I feel like a lot of that sexuality was kind of forced onto her. And like, Kim knows exactly what she's doing. Like, she, so I, I don't really agree. Yeah, that's true. It was just, both of them were kind of nasty. Yeah. In my opinion, for her time, I think she was nasty. Yeah. She obviously was nothing like the Kardashians. They mm. are a whole nother breed of, <laughs> of dumb um, and very perverted people. Yes. Just gross. Gen like showing off way too much to so many people and having that influence and taking it for granted and just Absolutely. being nasty people. Yeah. It's that's a that's a topic for a different day. Yeah, I can't even a, get into that. That's them. a big topic. But speaking of Kim Kardashian, kind of, I wanted to talk about how <laughs> I'm not a Swifty anymore, okay? <laughs> I'm breaking my silence. Um, I'm tired of the accusations. I'm breaking all of, I'm breaking the molds. And I just want to say I'm not a Swifty anymore because a, a lot of the drama that happened with Kim Kardashian and Kanye, that has a lot to do with it. But like, listen, I used to be the biggest Swifty ever as a lot of girls my age were. We grew up with her. I loved her persona because she was like this good girl, like this country girl. She was such a good role model. Like, I know you don't like her, but you no. can. Agree. Here's the thing. I know nothing. So this is all your subjects because I don't know anything. I just know that she's kind of like pushy and kind of like she seems like she's very entitled to me. So that's why I don't like her. She's just that type of person that has like that type of attitude. Like I'm better than everyone. So I'm just not a fan of her, but I don't know any of her music. So this is all you. Go okay. ahead. Well, sorry guys, I just have to take the floor for this because it's been, it's on my mind recently, but I don't know, I really did grow up with her and she was such a role model for me. And then, you know, around like 2016, all of the Kanye beef went down, everything with Kim Kardashian went down and I don't even want to get into that because we all know, we all know what happened. But all of a sudden the old Taylor that I knew and loved was dead. And this like dramatic like reputation persona came out. This snake came out and it's like she's totally making a brand out of this entire drama. And I just stopped liking her because everything was about the drama. Like everything from reputation on was at least one song per album about the drama. And she just like became this whole persona of like she's a snake but like no we defend taylor we love taylor and the swifties like i'm sorry 
I really got to watch my language here because the Swifties will come for your neck. They will find exactly my, they will find my exact location right now if they hear me saying this. And like, guys, if you don't hear from me tomorrow, you know what happened to me. Oh. <laughs> but like, I don't know. And then she started getting political and like lover, which really bothered me because she made like, I don't, did you hear the songs? They're like, she made a song that's like the man, like, like if I were, if I were the man, and just like bashing the patriarchy and stuff like that and being like, I would be so much more successful if I was a man, but blah, 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 blah. Like just going off, she made a song about pride, gay pride. And I was like, oh no, I can't even with this anymore. I actually have something to say about that. Her, all these like billionaire women coming out and saying like, oh, men are so abusive, blah, blah, blah. Like they, they like women rule the, the uh, music industry. They make billions and billions of dollars. Like, what are you complaining about? Like, you are successful. You showed it yourself. Your success story is proof that if you're a woman, just get up, work really hard, know the right people, and you can literally make it to a billion-dollar net worth. Mm -hmm. Like, that's huge. Yeah. And you, they should be showing their their um their life should be an example to young women. And they said they should say, look at me, look what I did. Not look at the patriarchy. Look what they did to me. You. This is why you guys are being held back. It's like, no, we live in America in 2022. You're a woman. You can literally make a billion dollars or more mm -hmm. off of the music industry or whatever industry you want to get into. Like, you are a woman, and that gives you the opportunity today to do literally anything. Mm -hmm. Like, give them that message. Don't be negative. It's so weird that they do that. Exactly. We want to be all woman empowerment. Like, this is not women empowerment. Empowerment. This is just bringing down men. And it's like, just because one man was unfair to you and sexist to you does not mean that, like, you're oppressed and that we need to fight for our rights. Like, no. Nothing is holding women back nowadays. Just because one individual is bad to you does not mean that, like, you're oppressed and that men as a whole, um, we hate men. Like, whatever. That's just... She's this whole feminist icon now, and it's like, I'm so over it. And that, now she, like... Also, this is just a personal opinion. She's like so TikTok millennial now. You know exactly what I'm talking about. Like the TikToks she makes are so just like the worst humor ever. And I'm just like, I, I can't even like find her funny anymore. Not that she was ever funny. She was just kind of like more interesting. I, I don't know. Now she's just like the whole millennial brand. I didn't even know she had a TikTok. I'm going to have to look at them. Don't. It's so <laughs> embarrassing. It's just like, I can't. I don't know. <laughs> Her whole brand is just going downhill and like she's starting to gain more and more traction surprisingly like somehow she's becoming more and more of a figure but it's because of TikTok and stuff like that but like she's releasing a new album and I'm like I'm going to listen to it but I am not going to be like this huge swifty anymore I, I I don't know I really miss the old Taylor and you will get hate on hated on for saying that it's sad So moral of the story like literally just keep your politics out of it keep your personal Thanks. opinions out of it like what people want to hear is just good music, mm -hmm. a cool pop star like figure that they can see and be in awe of mm -hmm. and dream towards something like that. But instead they try to like tell everyone you're oppressed, you're not going to make it because you're a woman. Mm -hmm. It's like be uplifting, be yeah. normal. Like this is what people need today mm -hmm. in this world. Mm -hmm. As things literally go to hell these past couple of years, they're getting more and more like dreadful, like in the patriarchy and because you're black, it's like mm -hmm. just tell tell young girls that they can literally do anything yeah be uplifting That's be a good model be. for them it's so sad and also like i feel like as artists nowadays like people have to follow this 
narrative. And if you stray anywhere from like the left, then you are like literally crazy. Like for example, Kanye West, like he is getting absolutely hated on. I Listen, I know Kanye West isn't the most mentally stable individual, but just because his views oppose the left does not mean that he is like going off the rails and he's crazy and he hates black people and all this. Like, no, all of these stars nowadays are for like basically forced to follow this narrative in order to become successful. Like, have you seen like, what's her, Olivia Rodrigo Yeah, is yeah. like, she's like promoting like, oh my gosh, she's like, don't you keep your hands off our body. Same with like Billie Eilish, same with all these young girls. It's like, you don't have to become political to be successful. And if you have a differing opinion, that doesn't mean you're crazy and you shouldn't be immediately bashed for saying that. It's really sad. What I think is so funny about Kanye West is like, he does these things on purpose and I know he does. He's a troll. Like he's a troll. Yeah. And the funniest thing <laughs> is that people will literally like, Kanye West does something like wear a White Lives Matter t-shirt <laughs> at his runway and he has every single person in the fashion industry in the political industry in the music industry literally everyone commenting about it it's like this is exactly what he wants and that's the funniest thing that they fall right into that literally like when he wore his white lives matter t-shirt of course he wasn't trying to stand up putting his fist up and being like white lives matter what you guys are doing is terrible he was just making a mock of black lives matter so he basically came out and said we all know it was a joke. They funneled hundreds of millions of dollars out of those donations. Like over a dozen Black Lives Matter leaders have been caught living in multi-million dollar yeah. mansions in LA, funneling off money for luxurious lifestyles, vacations, cars, even in Massachusetts, like in Taunton, yeah. some guy stole a bunch of money to buy a house. So he's not obviously standing up there with other like white nationalists saying white lives matter blah blah yeah. he's making a mock of it because he thinks that black lives matter was a joke and to be honest it was what did they do for the black community that's his point mm -hmm. what did they do Literally. so he's not actually trying to make this huge political statement he's just making a mock of it and then so many people just fell right into the trap and kind of had an outburst yeah kanye is a perfect example of how all publicity is good publicity because like anything he does like he just keeps growing and keeps growing it's so funny how people will immediately fall into this trap and will get him trending anything he does and like it's just so sad how like just a black guy <laughs> wearing a white lives matter t-shirt will get the world going crazy literally and like if when when white people were doing it and wearing the the black lives matter t-shirts nobody cried racism like it's so frustrating why are we autumn like people are so at each other's throats that like we can't all just come together and be like all of our lives matter because that's that's crazy and you're you're silencing black people it's like no it's really not that deep we're just saying that black lives matter and white lives matter and you are miserable like just stop being miserable. And the thing about the thing about the reaction that everybody had to this, it was so funny because people were like, "What he's saying is like dangerous. Like this will get people yeah. killed." So they're like bringing it to this point of like Kanye West literally, I guarantee, woke up that morning and was like, "You know what? I'm gonna like pull this. Yeah. Just to be, <laughs> just to be like provocative. Yeah. Just to see what they do. I guarantee he did not." try to make this huge political statement like everybody else does. He literally was just putting on this t-shirt to provoke people, yeah. to provoke a conversation. 
about what Black Lives Matter was mm. because it was a scam and he truly believes that. So then these people come out as he's doing this kind of provocative thing to pull people's strings and then they literally come out and everybody's commenting, this is like really dangerous. It's going to get people killed because white nationalists, blah, 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 blah. Like, of course, that's just a bunch of crap. But it's funny the way he responded after that. Yeah. He literally is like posting, <laughs> posting pictures of like Vogue editors' outfits, and he's literally. like, he's like Anna Wintour would not like these boots. Like these are not fashionable. It just like proves that <laughs> this isn't as as serious as you guys are taking it. He's literally just poking fun at them constantly. He's and he's getting the media he wants. So when they go crazy, this is horrible. This is horrible. This is horrible. He's gonna get people killed. This is dangerous. Just for like an opinion. This is his opinion. Yeah. He can believe whatever he wants. And then he comes back and just pokes fun at them again, making fun of their outfits, just like putting them their faces as his like profile picture. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like He's when so funny. when will people understand that this is who he is? He yeah. just is there to pull your strings and tr to get you like all fired up, so you write a good article about him. Yeah, and it's that's the whole thing about it. He knows exactly what he's doing and you people fall into the trap every single time and it's so funny to watch it all go down. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm done with that. I have nothing else to talk about, but if you want to... The last thing I wanted to talk about was... um, So I think it was a biochem or like a natural sciences professor. I forget what it was. So he was like this renowned professor. He taught at Stanford, which is an Ivy League school, for 40 years. So then he moves for 40 years. Think about that. 40 years he's teaching this course. So he moves to NYU and he starts teaching for a couple of years. And then all of a sudden a petition went out last spring, I think it was. And students were like, his class is too hard. They are, he's failing us. He's giving us bad grades. So we want him gone. So I think he had like 200 and something students and like 80 of them signed a petition. And then he was fired. Now think about it. He's like this world renowned biochemist, like, intelligent very intelligent like what do you think about the scenario where the students not even a majority it was a minority of students complained that they were getting bad bad grades inside of his class what do you think about that because i have a couple of opinions kind yeah. of like i don't have a firm belief but i have some things that i want to like talk through okay so i understand why the kids would want not necessarily him to get fired. I think that's a, a very extreme way to go about it. I mean, maybe trying to collaborate with your professor and, and figure something out. If he's really stubborn and won't listen to you, that's a different story. And I don't know the whole story, but I'm just yeah. saying, we've all had our fair share of bad professors. These people are there because they're very intelligent. They're very good at what they do. That doesn't mean that they're good teachers. You know, I know a lot of people who are incredibly smart, but could not teach their subject for the life of them. So you have to understand, like, that's what you go through in college. And you're at, if you're at Stanford, you're smart enough for that. And like, I so don't know. You worked it, at Stanford, but now it's NYU. Oh, okay. So it's probably all the privileged, rich children. Yeah. But it's just like, I don't know. I, I just think it's kind of like an easy way out and you kind of have to suck it up. That's how I feel. Yeah, so here are my thoughts. So at first I'm like, I agree. If a teacher cannot teach you well and your whole class is failing, like do you know those professors that will like scale everyone's mm -hmm. tests yeah. just so they look good in front of like their yeah. school administration? Because if everybody's failing your class, there's obviously something wrong with you. So if everybody actually is really struggling in this class, 
I think he should have taken a different approach to it and heard them out yeah. if they went to him. But here's the other thing that I find interesting is he basically said, I've been doing this for what, almost five decades? Yeah. And I've had like basically the same, the same um, curriculum. And he said he's noticed people basically 10 years ago, people started getting worse grades on his things. He's like, why is this happening? There was lower attendance. Mm-hmm. Um, people, he would ask questions about the videos he assigned and they wouldn't answer. So I think it also is this like shift in society where people are getting lazier that they want the easy way out, which I mean, obviously I can even say I've done that many times where I try to find the easiest way out and it's pathetic. That's why I think the administration should have like stood up firmly and been like, all right, you guys have to put in more effort because he's even asking you questions about like the homework before the night before and you guys aren't answering the questions because you don't know it. You didn't watch it. You guys aren't showing up to classes. Mm -hmm. It's, I think that's like a huge precedent for like society today. Yeah. Like if kids just decide one day that they want to start slacking, which obviously he points out that it's, it was like a, over 10 years. Yeah. And then right after coronavirus, things just spiraled out of control. Oh, absolutely. Which makes a lot of sense. What yeah. they did to all school systems yeah. was just horrible. Yeah. Everybody is slacking now. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. I think it sets a bad precedent based on like effort people have mm-hmm. to put in. Because you can't just always have the easy way out, like you were Absolutely. saying. You can't just decide one day, the yeah. professor's way too hard, I'm gonna get the easy yeah. way out. Because when you're working and your boss is hard on you or some somebody, you get a hard assignment at work, you can't just be like, no, I, I don't wanna do this, you're too difficult. Like, that is your job. Like, that is what college is setting you up for. So if you're just immediately taking the easy way out and being like, I can't do this, it's too difficult, like, Hard work is more important than intelligence, I think. And if you're not putting in all the hard work you can, if you're not watching every single one of those videos, taking notes a million times, like doing all of this work, then don't complain. And I don't know, try to find a middle ground. Like there's so many things you can do in college. You have so many opportunities to succeed in a class. And if you're not taking every single one of those opportunities, then you can't complain. I don't know. That's how I feel. But something you commented on, like they should have found common ground. Yeah. The administration should have went to him and the students and decided like, is this actually too hard? Let's like cut back on some things. Maybe you're giving too many tests, too much homework in one night, reading too much, listening to too much. They should have like found a common ground to fire one of the most world renowned biochemists who taught at an Ivy League school for decades and decades and decades. It's just like such a mock to like real education and hard work. I don't know. It's, yeah. It just rubbed me off the wrong way, like, that kids these days Literally. who are lazier. So entitled. So entitled. Very, very entitled. Always want the easy way out. Got to decide. And they got their way. That's yeah. the worst part. Because then, because then, I mean, other kids are going to stand up now and yeah. say, I want it my way or the highway. And now that just sets a precedent, yeah. which is probably very dangerous. Yeah. I don't know. In general, I think people are especially younger people are becoming so much more disrespectful to authority and not just, I mean, they're above you for a reason. You are the student. If you work hard enough, you can get to the point where you can change the curriculum and you can do this and that. But for now, you are the student. You have to recognize that you are not above anyone. And it's so frustrating how they just get their way. Yeah. You know, it's so lazy. It's just, that's definitely emblematic of how, how entitled our generation is nowadays and how lazy we're getting you know i totally agree yeah 
and we are gonna wrap this up yeah. because I have to work. <laughs> I have to work. I have so much work to do. Aww. So I will be getting to that. And Ava has class, right? Yeah, I do. I have a class that I'm gonna work hard in, and if the professor's too hard, I'm not gonna say anything, and I'm gonna keep working, and I'm gonna collaborate with my fellow students, and sorry. I won't go on a rant, but you know. <laughs> Alrighty, there you go. All right. We will see you next week.